welcome back to another episode of Keith and Raven Beyond the Altar as we continue our series of Life After Infidelity. So in today's topic, we are going to be talking about sex after infidelity. How mm-hmm. to rebuild that? <laughs> and you know that. Oh, that this is one like um, for for us. It took a it took a minute really to to get back to where we were because after something something like that happens to the relationship or anything that's really traumatic to the relationship, honestly, it really does make you have to step back and look at um, relearning your spouse. And because the the person that they were before that happened and after that happened are almost night and day, uh, at least in our situation it was. And I think that that was on both of our sides. We really had to, she had to relearn me and I had to relearn her because- We had to relearn everything. Yeah, yeah. And it, it took took a long time. And it, it was certain things that you know were really hard to rebound from and find a new new pathway if that makes sense right and I guess a lot of people's concerns when dealing with sex after infidelity would be is the person who cheated thinking about the person that they cheated with while they're with me um, you know trying new things this feels awkward you know or just simply forgiving right and being able to open up again and serve that person or trust that person again yeah because you know um I think on both sides, there's there's apprehensiveness towards it, because I, I would say from from my side, you're obviously going to be thinking, like, OK, are they thinking about the other person from from your side? I'm sure there are moments that you're probably thinking, like, OK, are they fully mentally there? Are they kind of drawn back because they're thinking about the situation too much or not sure about me? And so I think all those things really come into play. That's the hard part about dealing with it. Is that with all those things running through your mind so often it takes away from you being able to be there in the moment to enjoy your spouse, you know, understandably so. And and I want to say something, you know, as as the person who did cheat, um, I went through a period where I really couldn't even have sex with my husband again based off of how I was feeling, not because I was dealing with thinking about another person while having sex with with him. Um, but I went through a period where I it just was hard for me to forgive myself. It was hard for me to open back up, even though he had already forgiven me. It was hard to get back to that place of serving and trusting. You know, I think that that's that's a big problem that people fail to realize that although it's it's tough for the person who's a victim to get past it, it also is tough for the person who made the mistake. Now, I, I say that very carefully. Like I say, somebody who made a mistake, not somebody who is comfortable in doing that and has shown you that over and over again, they're just going to, that's what they want to do. So that's what they're going to do. But from a side of really just being comfortable, um, I'm sorry, really just uh, making a mistake, then I think that is something that people really fail to realize, fail to understand. Uh, It's just like any other mistake when you make, you have your regret of doing it. And oftentimes it really is just like in your head that you're beating yourself up. Yeah, it seems like, oh, you've already done X, Y, Z. So you should make sure that you're all there 
point blank period because you need to rebuild this for this other person but it's a tearing down of both sides one side is like you shot yourself in the foot the other side is like you shot your partner in the foot and you're trying to relearn how to walk again in this relationship so you know i think that's a great point that you brought up because it really is something that people fail to understand and fail to realize right so i guess the question would be you know how can a couple get their sex life back or better after infidelity. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of women say, I feel completely awkward if they're requesting to new, to do new things, you know? it's It just feels weird because I'm not sure if they did this with the person that they cheated on me with, so it just makes it really, really hard for me to get into it or to just even mm-hmm. do anything. Yeah, and I think that that is like, that's, that's always a, a fear within a person's head because especially if it's like okay obviously things have changed from before that into after and then if all of a sudden somebody starts to do certain things that they weren't doing before or starts to not do certain things that they were doing before with you it right away is going in your head of like okay are you not trying to do that or do you want to do this only because you did it with them and you're still thinking of them or you know whatever the case may be as far as the steps that we had to take was really like I say, it's it's relearning your spouse. And um, we said it on previous episodes where we had to learn how to date each other again. And uh, I'm not mm-hmm. talking about just going out, but I'm talking about really that courtship phase of like, OK, look, I need to figure you out. You got to figure me out because if we're going to work, it's going to have to be that way. And, and one of the things that I think is so hard when it comes to sex after infidelity with your spouse is that sex has to be something that's selfless right sex is always something that as it's meant to be to where you are in it to try and please your spouse and in doing so when when you're doing something in a selfless manner obviously you're getting that pleasure back that's where the unity within a marriage is you know really culminated and so important and so that's that was step number one we really had to relearn each other figure out hey what is it that you're looking for what is it that you like what is it that We need to make sure that we are doing to please each other and put ourselves on the back burner. But how can we, you know, at that in those moments, be of service to each other? Let's say that someone wants to try the cheater wants to try new things in the bedroom with the with their spouse. Mm -hmm. Would you think that that is going too far or is that wrong for them to want to try new things in the bedroom with their spouse after they just cheated with somebody? Mm -hmm. You know, you know I, it would make you feel like, dang, this is awkward. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it definitely would. Um, and that's where, you know, we had to draw back to communication. Communication is really going to be key because, um, you know, not to say that you're supposed to jump through all these different hoops, but rightfully so. You got to understand where a person's mindset is going to be when you're bringing up new things after they know you just stepped out. So you're going to have to really go a little bit above and beyond in a sense to really explain to them why you're thinking about trying that out. Because if it just comes out of the blue, yes, a person's mind is going to be like, are you trying to recreate what you just did with somebody else and just trying to make it seem like it's OK because now it's in it's together between us or right. or what? And so it, it is a it's a different level of explanation that has to come along with that. If you right. don't if you don't give that, then, yeah, you're taking a big risk in making sure that, hey, this is not going to work because I'm just throwing this on this person. This is a person that doesn't know me in that way. And 
I've never disclosed this, even if I did feel this beforehand. But now I'm doing it after something that happened with somebody else that I only should have been doing this with my spouse. You know, all that is going to go through their head. So I think it's just a different level of explanation that has to come along with it. I definitely think that, um, you know, sex shouldn't be refused after infidelity. I think that you should definitely continue on in your your sex life because you're just opening the door to not just infidelity happening again but even more conflict and just rejection to happen while trying to rebuild right i think it's important that you know we had to learn because there were times i I would literally just refuse it from him Yeah. yeah i didn't want to give myself to him anymore because of what I did. I learned later that it was important that I did because it's it really is about practicing. It's about practicing that oneness again and that yeah. that's that's just what sex is, you know. It's 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 really there's beauty in having sex. And it's really practicing oneness that gift that God gave to us, that right. beautiful gift. <laughs> And I I just think it's important, you know, just not to refuse it, because while trying to rebuild, you're going to have to practice rebuilding Mm -hmm. and sex is a part of practicing rebuilding definitely, and correcting things, you know, trying new things, you know, doing, you know, new things that That please each other. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, you hit the nail on the head. It is something that's beautiful. That's, that's meant to be bringing you together in oneness. So in doing that, yes, uh, when that's when that's what it's meant for and you're refusing what that refusal also says to to the other is rejection that along with whatever may have happened is a very quick way to continually just tear down what needs to be rebuilt. It's like it's like laying the cement and just not covering it and letting rain just fall on it. It's, it's right. never going to dry. It's never going to become a solid foundation, um, you know, without the work being put in and just saying, okay, I want to do the work, but then you're refusing to do it in those times. Yep. Sex is important. At the end of the day, you yeah. don't want to stop doing that. You, when no. you're rebuilding, you want to continue to love on each other. Right. You know, and to go, go into it as I'm starting again, I'm trying mm-hmm. like, you know, like you're letting your guard down, yeah. you're letting down. It's, it's a, act of trust i'm saying between a husband and wife i just believe it's just it's an act of trust because i mean you have to trust them for that moment to take care of you exactly so go into it in that way you know and think about the love that you have for each other rather than thinking about you know what happened yeah you know and like you said it's trust and that's why um i think trust and that that point of being selfless ties in perfectly with each other because you as the spouse you have to be able to you know speak what your needs are and what your desires are and at that point you have to be able to relax and trust the partner is going to do that and for the partner to be able to do that you have to take yourself out of it you voice your opinions you give what what you desire but you have to trust them to fulfill that and not you trying to do it on your own because it's still going to leave a wall in between y'all right and i learned too you know after giving uh you know having sex with you more my day seemed a bit easier like i was able to trust what you were saying to me that you forgave me so it made it easier for me to forgive myself uh even though i was i'm uh, you know i'm hard on myself 
it still it made it easier every time that we did it you know you know just trust that I could that that I can forgive myself yeah and, and you know even even to piggyback on that I felt the same way you know um and it wasn't necessarily more so the frequency of it it was how I noticed a difference in it um yeah because I started to notice okay when I'm voicing certain things to you you are actually making an effort to do them so even throughout that I mean it starts there yes but even throughout other points of just having to do whether it be stuff around the house whether it be anything else right I felt more easily able to trust you because I'm like okay if I was able to voice my opinions and, you know, in anybody's most vulnerable state and I can I saw that you show me you can, that I can trust you to fulfill that. So, OK, perfect. Like I, it's less worries outside of that. Right. Once I think once you feel like even within your own marital bed that you can't trust that person to do everything in their power to fulfill your needs when you're giving every need known to them and they still just refuse to do so. It does make it harder at that point and trust in other areas as well. Yes. So if you don't take anything else away from this (laughs) podcast and just know that you should always have sex with one another, you shouldn't stop. Um, Don't don't allow this to stop you. You know, like I said before, at the end of the day, the moment you declared that you wanted your relationship to to work was the moment you declared war against all odds and this is just a part of the process you know you can't expect your sex life to go to bounce right back you can't expect your relationship to bounce right back it takes practice it takes effort it takes all of that you know so and i also want to i also want to let let everybody know too um i'm bad with quoting scriptures because i'm very bad at remembering exactly where they are so i don't like to mislead anybody but i know for sure it's in second corinthians where it does talk about the only time that you should abstain from sex is when it's agreed upon between the spouses and it's for a fast it's in it's in terms of a fast to get closer to god Um, Other than that, you know, that is something that is a need of your spouse that if you hold it off from them, you are in turn doing a disservice to them. I say that with uh, with some caution. I'm not saying that whenever you feel like you're ready, you tell your spouse, hey, let's go. You know, it's not it's not like that to just like you. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like that to be like, you know, just so demanding on it. But uh you know, obviously it has to be consensual, a mutual thing, but uh, it is something that needs to be taken care of and handled for one another, not for yourself. Don't go to the extreme, you know, don't, don't, um, I don't agree with going to get a stripper pole and all of that stuff. Just try to spice up your marriage or, you know, spice up your relationship after infidelity you know i think that try building together like and just together and you know when you speak on that point of it like pole dancing foreplay stuff has become very popular um in today's era but the only thing is that really makes me weary about that for a lot of couples is that when you're doing something in that way let's say for example if you get overdoing it or Let's say, for example, you get you feel like I don't I don't want this in the house anymore. Maybe you have kids and you don't want them saying that when they walk into mommy and daddy's room and stuff like that. You have at that point planted a seed and that seed can then lead to that husband saying, you know, I really like that. Or even that wife saying, I really like that. I'm a matter of fact, they can't do it. I'm going to go to the strip club. I believe some things are our gateway to other things. Yeah, like no, and that's what I'm saying. Orgies and, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't ever really want to do that type of stuff because, I, I mean, I, I've, I have relatives who have done that. Mm-hmm. 
and their marriage never worked out. Right. It, it completely shattered. Yeah. So you never want to like, you don't want to bring something that is of the world into your bedroom. You've already done that. Exactly. Don't, don't invite something in that will purposely defile the marriage bed. Um, because defiling a marriage bed is more than just, you know, just stepping out. It can also be doing things that are creating unnecessary or, or unrealistic expectations for your spouse um, that will eventually just tear y'all down within a God filled marriage. Right. But if you're if you fly with the stripper pole, I'm not going, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not going to knock know, you like, you know, you we just you, say but do it with caution. Uh, make yeah, sure it's not something that's care. going to lead to promiscuity outside the marriage later on or, or lead to new temptations that that person may not have dealt with. And also be very careful if that was a temptation that somebody already dealt with, had fought their way out of. Because there's a lot of people that used to go to the strip club heavy, found their, their marital right. spouse and saw how it made them uncomfortable and they try to stay away from it. But now you're reintroducing that back to them. It creates a sense a of downfall. Yeah. yeah, it creates a sense of, OK, it might be OK for me to backslide because what if she's too tired to do it? Hey, she knows that's what I like. Maybe I can kind of guilt trip her into letting me go back to go back to the strip club with the boys or whatever it may be. So, you know, be be very careful. Be very mindful. And uh, just really make sure you you choose the right things to do with that. I get the saying, you know, a freak. uh, What is it? A lady in the streets, a freak in the sheets. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Our steps have to be different this time around. We're not trying to be like the world. We're not trying to reintroduce the world into our marriage. Our marriage is a spiritual union, you know, under God. And I get it. You know, you can do whatever you need to do in the bedroom, but just be wise about the things that you choose to do, you know. So I just wanted to point that out because you can definitely go a little too far. You can you can yeah but we're gonna end with that we love you guys love you guys thank y'all for listening and make sure you guys review five stars let's get this podcast out to more people you guys have been blessing us with your views with your listens with your downloads and we are so thankful that um, god has been giving us the right words to help out more couples and we really want to help out more couples just like you guys that may be blessed by this podcast so please make sure you like it share it leave a review let us know what we can improve and let us know what you love we appreciate all the feedback thank you guys so much love y'all love you guys